Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Life Live. My name is Eric Reed, and I am your host, and this is Success Life Live Radio. During this next oh, 20 or 30 minutes, I want to just sort of take a moment and help you get that mindset right. Because what I know is that we've sort of have these two pillars in building our success model, that mindset and then that action. And if we can get one right and then begin to develop the other, we're going to exponentially grow our success. And so that's what the purpose of Success Life Radio is all about, is just taking a few minutes to, to, to stir a thought, to create an idea, to move your thinking to the higher level. And as a coach, I get the opportunity to do this often, one-on-one with many of my clients. And having this medium of the radio gives me a chance to connect with you. So I hope you will connect with me, whether in the comments or by following me on Facebook or subscribing or liking or doing whatever you like, just to let me know you're out there, you're listening, and that you found some value. So let's get started. And I want to sort of preface this with, I'm trying to understand it. Um, this, This idea that I struggle with that 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 idea of act boldly and the conversations I hear around acting boldly and being bold and being ambitious and being courageous and people that say I have bold or big audacious green, uh, goals, they, they want to change the universe. And you look at their vision board and their goal statements and their daily planner, and they've got all of this big stuff in their vision. And yet many of them fail to act in that direction. So why do so many people think of themselves as daring, but fail to live up to their own concept? Why is it that so many people think that they're living big and bold and outside of themselves, but really, if you looked at it closely, they're not? I suspect it has to do with fear. An idea is easier than execution that holding the vision is bigger than actually pursuing the vision, that seeing it in our mind's eye, on our vision board, in our dream book, is so much easier than actually doing it. It's easier to imagine jumping out of a plane than to actually stand there on the ground a bazillion feet below, you know, see the ground there below you by, you know, what is a bazillion, million, trillion feet, that, that fear that begins to well up as we step to the edge of the plane, as we feel our hands gripping tightly and thinking, oh gosh, the next step is going to push me out into the nothing. And I'm going to have to trust this parachute and begin to float to sp- through space. That when I was standing on the ground and I said, I'm going to do something big and courageous and bold, We never imagined that we would actually have to get in the plane, take off, climb to the elevations, strap on the parachute, and then step out of the plane. That moment, that moment when it's real, when it's right there in front of you, when you either act or you don't, is when you really learn about yourself. It's when you see how far you can push back against the fear. Now, I'll admit, I'm not perfect. I've started many a projects and I've spoken many a big stories and I haven't quite always been able to take that step, that last step over the edge, so to speak, to, to, to see into the abyss. 
But at least a few times, and I, I get credit, but at least a few times, when it really counted, when it really looked as if that action could change my life, that decision could be it, I'd take the leap. I've done this a couple dozen million times, I think, and if people looked at my life, they would probably say, you're always leaping, you're always jumping, you always act with such courage and conviction and certainty. But I think, like though, I have many moments in my day when I sit and think, can I survive the step? Should I leap? What will happen if I leap? Do I dare truly leap? Is it safer for me to stay here and wait for the next opportunity, or is it time to leap? Now, I've heard people say that in moments like this, it helps to imagine the ultimate outcome. Rather than get lost in the long road ahead and the journey and the process and all of that thinking, We should imagine the end of the road. We should look to the outcome that we want. We should see the finished project. And it's it's a fine method, and maybe that works for some people, but for me, I'm sorry, that next step is real. That, That fear, that doubt, that insecurity, those what if demons that get in your head that start to say, what if you fail? What if people are watching? What if people start talking about you? What if you lose all your money? What if you lose your job? What if you lose your spouse? What if you, you know, that de- those are real. And they become so big and so monstrous and so clear that it's hard to see past them to the end of the road, to the expected outcome, to the safe landing on the ground, so to speak. So what do we do? Well, I tend to think in the opposite way. I think about what happens if I don't take the risk. What will happen if I don't seize this opportunity? What if happens if I don't follow my dreams? What will happen if I don't act boldly? What will happen if I don't believe in myself this one time? And I begin to look at all of the possibilities that will occur if I let fear and doubt and insecurity begin to pile up and stop me from reaching the edge of the plane, so to speak. What regrets will I have? Now, I've regretted the moments when I backed away from bold, exciting risks. Regrets make you feel like you didn't belong somewhere, where you're now thinking, maybe I should have, only if I could have, if somebody had stood beside me and told me I might. Those regrets that haunt us, not because of the opportunity lost, but because we weren't able to step into the person that we knew that we could become by saying yes, by leaning forward, by taking that next big step. That idea that I should be on this side instead of that side. I should be with that team instead of this team. That I should be on that stage instead of the audience. And I begin to feel it again and imagine it again, and I sometimes let those regrets become the catalyst for me to make the decision to do it, to move forward, to say yes, to accept, to dive all in. 
This is why I love that entrepreneur spirit. This is why I love that mompreneur, dreampreneur, creativepreneur. Because at one moment, in some moment, at some place, they took a risk. They didn't listen to the doubts and the fears and the insecurities of their friends, their family, their spouse, their boss, themselves. They knew that the next step was going to be a big and bold step. Now, on the outside, it might look small. It might look almost invisible. But they knew that the courage that was required to be called up inside of them and moved into a direction to follow a dream, to follow a hope, to follow something, that was going to be transformative. I love when I work with coaching clients and they say something to the effect of, I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it. And that just going to do it part is like, you know what, regardless of what the outcome is going to be, I know that I can't stay where I'm at. I've got to take the step. I've got to make the move. I've got to go one more place, one more. And they do. And they do it over and over and over again. They're living proof of the positive outcomes that we can and should set as our example. We can all take one step, one step in the direction of our dream. And once our feet are firmly planted in that next step, then we take the next and the next and the next. Now, I recently was talking to somebody and we were discussing me going expat, so to speak. My family and I had sold our house and sold everything and packed up and moved to South America, Uruguay, and didn't have anything or anybody there. It was just a big, bold adventure for our family. And they said, oh my gosh, that was a major step. That was, a, that was huge. I mean, like huge. <laughs> like, I can't imagine waking up one morning and leaving the U.S. and moving to Uruguay and not even speaking Spanish. And I thought, is that what you saw? Because we didn't wake up one morning and just to decide to make this move and get on a plane and go. No, we had taken a step and then another step and then another step and another step. Over the course of almost three years preparing for that next step, which was stepping onto the plane and then stepping off the plane in Uruguay and beginning the next big adventure. So when you look at your vision boards, when you look at your goal sheets, when you look at your life plan, the thing that you want to create next, maybe looking all the way down at the end of the road, that place off into the future that you want to end up is, 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 is a little too big. It's a little too distant. And between here and there, there's a whole lot of doubt and a whole lot of fear and a whole lot of insecurity that's clouding it and making it hard to figure out and you can't quite navigate the course. I want you to take your eyes and just look straight down at your feet and say, okay, what's the next step from here that I need to go? What is it I need to do? And if I don't do it, what will be the regret? And then take that step, walk towards that next step, lean into that next step, believe in yourself. And then take a moment, catch your breath, and then ask again, what is the next best step I need to take? Where do I need to go next? And over and over again, you do this. 
And you do it throughout the course of a day, and the, throughout the course of a week, and then throughout the course of a month, and then a year, and then a life. And that's what living life with success is about. Having the courage and the confidence and the faith and the dreams and the desires and the passion to just take one step. You can do it. And let me caution you as you begin to take the step, not to hold you back, not to you know, limit your thinking, but there will be steps that will be strong and bold and firmly planted. And then there will be steps that you'll lightly touch your toe, check the, the earth beneath your feet, so to speak, that you'll take timidly and cautiously and with a little trepidation. And then there will be those steps that you take and they slip. And you have to go again and slip again and go again. That's okay. That's part of the process. Part of success is failing. Part of success is trying. Part of success is exploring. Open yourself up to each of those and begin the journey into your dreams. And stop talking about living big, bold, audacious goals, having visions of being fearless and, and mighty. Stop selling how great you are at taking risks and living outside the box and all of that and start doing it. Live the example. Don't talk about it. Live it. Don't live it so much for others. Live it for yourself. Because as you build that confidence, as you build that courage, as you build that ability to take step to step to step, it almost becomes more natural to live outside the box, to live on the edge, to be a risk taker, to be a dreamer, to be a creator, to be what other people talk about. You get to be it. All right? You can do it. Trust me. You can do it. Enjoy the journey. Well, I appreciate you joining me today for Success Life Live uh, Radio. I hope you found this helpful and just sort of got some clarity and, and some focus on your, your goals and your dreams and your desires. Take this podcast, listen to it, share it, comment, let me know. We're here together. And if you want to follow up with me personally, you can do so through ericgreid.com. It's the website. There's connection pages, additional blogs. All of that is out there. We are community both on Facebook and through your podcast and YouTube. I'd love to connect to you, get to know you better, hear about your success journey and how I can help you with that. Until we get together next time, go out, live life with success. You are worthy and it is yours to have.